Experience Milwaukee is presented by Few Spirits, Indeed Brewing, Cost Stereophones, and Transfer Pizzeria Cafe. Their generous support allows us to highlight all aspects of the city of Milwaukee, something we've been doing since 2018. Thanks for listening, and now, on to the show with Milwaukee's very own Black Belt Theater. And away we go. Away we go. Adam. Yeah, man. Hey, I have some advice for you. <laughs> really? <laughs> you know what you should not eat right before a podcast? Something garlicky. No, 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 no. I can stand my own breath. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. I mean, if we were recording in person, then maybe it would yeah, matter. Maybe stay away from onions and garlic. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, here's here's what I would recommend not eating before a podcast. Okay, what is it? Scorching Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't even know that existed. Oh, they're fantastic, but they get you. Is this is this one of those situations where you're going to be in the middle of a, a question and you're going to go... Crunch? <sighs> <sighs> no, you Wait, hear that. Residual first. burn, residual <laughs> burn. Damn you. Um, here's what you should have before recording. A, a tall podcast. glass of water. No, 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 no. Oh. A tall glass of anything from Great Lakes Distillery. Absolutely. Or a short, small glass. Or any size glass. Just something from Great Lakes Distillery. Yeah. And I'm super, I'm, I'm like super hyped about this show because we have Guy from Great Lakes, founder and CEO of Great Lakes Distillery on the show. Guy, how are you? I'm great, thank you. I'm enjoying a uh, a short Rayhorse gin and seltzer myself as we as we talk. Oh, very nice guy. I have to. Uh, I have to. I'm 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 gonna come clean on something on this episode. <laughs> and here's what it is, Adam. You might not know this. Okay. My friend, who's who manages uh, Transfer Pizzeria Cafe, one of our sponsors. He makes. What I consider the best. And now this is probably, Guy, this is probably not maybe what most of the listeners think of when they think of uh, Great Lakes Distillery. He yeah. makes one of the best sangrias I've ever had. And I literally sat at the bar, watched him, typed notes of everything he did. And one of the key ingredients is the cranberry liqueur. Oh, nice. Nice. And I, I, I'm not sure, and we're going to get into all this stuff, but I'm not sure. You you probably know what people think of when they think of Great Lakes Distillery. Is it the wonderfully flavored liqueurs you have, too? I mean, is that are they becoming more popular? Are they more popular than I know? Or they're, or what is yeah. the, the case here? Yeah, they're. I mean, they're definitely uh, becoming better known. Uh, we have, uh, we have so damn many products though. It's like, you know, what is the typical drinker of our products drink? Mm -hmm. I, I almost can't even answer that anymore because we've got, you know, probably 20 SKUs of products that, that, uh, you know, if you, if you're a gin lover, you drink gin and you may not like whiskey. If you're a whiskey lover, you'll drink the whiskey and you may not like 
cranberry liqueur or <laughs> liqueur. So it's, uh, you know, we try to get people to drink everything, but you never know. Everyone should buy one of every skew. Agreed. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam, what, uh, have you, uh, let's just start this off before we jump into pretending that, uh, nobody knows anything about guy. Have you had the privilege opportunity of hanging out at the tasting room? Not only have I had the privilege of hanging out at the tasting room, I've done a full on tour. Those tours are, are a tour and a tasting. The tours are fantastic. And I have to say, I learned so much about, uh, this was a while ago, a few, a few years ago, if you will. Um, I learned so, yes, I learned so much about the micro distilling and the, um, I, I don't want to say the old world version of this, of distilling, but the small batch distilling that's done and it it's fascinating um i had been on so many brewery tours and you kind of like at some point just kind of memorize everything that they're talking about because you're like yeah there's only so many ways to brew beer you know it so it was it was such a fascinating tour it was such a a breath of fresh air to to learn the distilling process and that was the first distillery tour i'd ever been on me too that was oh really great lakes was my first distillery tour and nice. to top it all off, which was also amazing, was um, I had my first experience with a mixologist uh, in the tasting room when I got a cocktail. And I, I, was, I was just baffled. I was oh, in no awe way. watching yeah. all this stuff happen. Yeah. So it was so cool. Yeah. So, Adam, that's a good segue to Guy. Like, how do you go from, how do you go from zero to 20 or more SKUs? Or, different products like how did this all start and what was the uh sort of the uh the push behind it yeah well uh you know we we get to so many skews only because we've been around so long uh now with uh 17 years this year so oh wow um, congrats yeah well thank you thanks and uh you know it's it's basically uh myself and a staff that are uh passionate about spirits and um we like trying different things. Believe me, there's a lot of stuff that's never seen the light of day. <laughs> uh, but uh, but we we actually you know really get into making things that we want to drink ourselves, and uh, uh, and sometimes it's unusual. Uh, like a uh, you know we actually have a believe it or not a brandy made from bananas. Uh, to uh, that does to not be, sound uh, bad. <laughs> to the very mainstreams, you know, such as bourbon or gin or vodka. Um, you know, we're just, uh, uh, just like I said, we're very passionate. We're curious. We like to do different things. And um, we like to, you know, we got the equipment and like to mess around with it. How did you, how did you start making uh, spirits that are just so delicious to everyone? I, I basically I had another business. And I sold it and I call it my first retirement, but I <laughs> certainly couldn't afford to retire. So I'm like, okay, what, you know, I can take a year or two off, but what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And, uh, during that time, I, I tried a couple of, uh, couple of things that I, you know, were old hobbies and that kind of thing. One of those was brewing and winemaking. I, uh, I discovered that I was not a great brewer. Um, <laughs> 
and uh, ended up uh, doing some uh, distillation experiments at home. And once I did that and I realized I could make a much better spirit than I could a beer, I kind of focused on spirits. Um, I was out one night, uh, the next catalyst, I was out one night and uh, realized there were all kinds of local beers, even some uh, Wisconsin wines on the menu. Oh, sure. But there were every everything on the back bar was all spirits that were either imported or, uh, you know, at least six hundred miles away from right. Um So that got me even more curious. I looked into that and discovered that uh, maybe I would, uh, you know, give it a try. So looked into it and discovered there's no reason I couldn't do it. So uh, decided uh, there might be a business side. That's a uh, Adam. That's a uh, you know really close to why we started this podcast it is yeah i and i i think it's awesome that you found i mean it feels today it feels absolutely nuts that there isn't like i mean you found this niche in a market that you know is so beer heavy to do spirits and i think of that now and i'm like god every town i go into has a winery, has a brewery, has distillery, you know, like it's just so pro prevalent right now. And I just would have thought Wisconsin would have been all over that. <laughs> he was ahead of the curve. Yeah. yeah. Ahead of the curve. Um, amazingly. Yeah. That's really cool. What did it, you, it, what, what did you start with? Well, we start with, well, we started with the vodka uh -huh. and, um, you know, this was, you know, so I'm in early two thousands. I'm going into bars trying to, uh, Trying to sell my vodka, and uh, every bar I walk into has a hundred vodka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, at at that time, uh, at least initially, there's only one thing that set us apart, and that was that we were local. And uh, so, I'd go into a place, and I'd say, "Hey, I've got a vodka for you to try." And I'd, the owner or manager would roll their eyes and be like, "Oh, another vodka, great." <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I'd say, "I'd make it right down the street," and there was usually a moment of silence and they'd look at me and be like, uh, what do you mean you make it down the street? So, um, you know, and then usually the follow-up question was, yeah, but Milwaukee's a beer town. <laughs> here. Why not? Why not? So, well, I just did. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just the beginning. So, <laughs> so how did, how did the product line grow from there and what direction and why? You know, the, the beauty of white spirits like gin or vodka um, are that, you know, they're ready fairly quick. So we're able to produce produce a batch of those, you know, in a week or a little over a week's time. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you know, other things that we want to do take a little more time. Whiskeys, uh, mm -hmm. for example, got to sit in barrels and age for years. And uh, so... You know, we, we concentrated initially on the white spirits. It's a pretty common strategy from a lot of distillers. Um, and uh, once we got the uh, white spirits figured out and up and running, then we started laying down barrels of uh, whiskey. The tenacity and the perseverance of doing things like this is just always impresses me. Same. It's amazing to think that this was just spun up and you were door-to-door -door in it getting yeah. people to to buy the whiskey and and on the story that it's made down the street i mean yeah. that, to people joke about that but the story is always compelling 
when it's a compelling story. Right. Yeah. And the right. compelling story is, I mean, you could try any, any one of these 15 vodkas, but you want to try one that's made locally. And I don't know anybody who's going to go, uh, no, yeah. I'll just, tr I'll just, I'll drink the uh, Gordon's rail stuff. If, right. if that's okay with you, <laughs> you know, they're always going to, they're like, Oh cool. It's made down the street. That's, that's sweet. Yeah. I'd love to try it. And now you've got a little piece of the town and yeah. the, the passion. So I guy, I see your stuff everywhere, right? I see various, uh, oh, yeah. products everywhere. Um, my local, I do go to uh, the total wine in my neighborhood, uh, mm -hmm. and see everything pretty much that you have. Um, as far as, you know, I can remember, but the, the, the one thing I hear probably the most often is, is the gin. Sure. And, um, what would you say, you don't have to pick a favorite and I know we have, we kind of have always ask like, uh, you know, what's your favorite of, of GLD right now, but, um, what do you hear? What's what's probably the, the most popular of the whole product lineup? Uh, let's see. If you had asked me that two years ago, I would have said vodka. Uh -huh. uh, mm. Just because, you know, the fact of the matter is there's more vodka drinkers than any other spirit out there. Even with all the love and publicity that whiskey gets, there's still more people that drink vodka. That's incredible. Um, yeah. But I, I think uh, that's changing uh, for us. Uh, our whiskeys are becoming more and more popular. We just won a uh, gold medal for our bourbon from the Denver International Spirits Competition. Um, oh! We also produce a a rye whiskey that has gotten some ridiculous accolades as well, and our Kinnikinnick whiskey, which has been around for eh, nine, ten, yeah, for a long time, like that. So, which is also you know done wonderful, but. Um, but besides that, you know, uh, there's also people who like to make cocktails. And so uh, our liqueurs, for example, um, have been great for that. Uh, so, you know, we kind of we kind of try to please all audiences. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've taken our time in developing those products to do that. Uh, we don't rush anything to market ever. Uh, we've got products I can tell you right now we're working on that we've been working on for two years. Uh, oh, wow. They're just not there yet. And uh, and uh, when they're there, they'll they'll be out. But, you know, we don't rush anything. And, uh, you know, like I said, the number one rule for us is we only sell what we like drinking ourselves. So. Uh, Amen to that. Yeah, we get a lot of folks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Adam, you mentioned the the mixologists in the tasting room and i think that's a uh i mean first of all guy great job in the tasting room it's awesome it's like a tasting room oh, slash yeah. store and you know you've got room to sit on one side you've got patio space you've got all kinds of products you can uh you can purchase there and um it's just a great vibe but uh how would how would you kind of what's what's sort of the passion behind what you want the experience to be there? You know, we look at it as frankly as a marketing opportunity for us. We love to uh, uh, we you know we have of course the presence of the distillery itself there, and people can do tours. Um, uh, the idea is that you know as a distillery, we can only sell basically for the most part only sell what we produce. Mm -hmm. So it's really a showcase for us. And uh, 
So my staff is always, always working on new cocktails and specials and, you know, and we, of course, some old classics, um, that, uh, show off our products to their best, to their best advantage. And, uh, you know, it's, it's fun. It's relaxing. Uh, we're not open late. <laughs> you know, we, we, we focus on, uh, we focus on tours. We focus on getting people in there to try stuff. Uh, if they happen to buy a bottle when they're at our place, great. If they don't, uh, you know, we're more than happy if they buy it somewhere else. So uh, just as long right. as they buy our product. <laughs> yeah. The drinks there are just, I don't even know how to describe them. They're just amazing. Better than what Adam makes when he tries to <laughs> Well, it's just not a high bar. Um, but it it's one of those it's one of those really, I feel like it's a, like you said, it's kind of a marketing thing, but it's a key ingredient in an no experience. Yeah. Right. Um, you go on the tour, maybe you do a tasting on the tour and then you finish the tour and you're like, God, that was, that was pretty tasty. I wonder what that would be like as this, or sure. I wonder what the optimal usage of this with the liqueur and all, you know what I mean? And and then you go and there's the menu item. Yes. Try yep. this. Yeah. And it and it also kind of sets a precedent for what to use the the spirits for too, which is cool. I mean, it, it you're kind of like, well, yeah, I got. I'm gonna buy a bottle of Connecticut. I want to make. <laughs> I want to make this sweet ass cocktail. You know, at home. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. I think the only thing better than the craft cocktails. Uh, would be the friendliness, at least in my experiences there, the friendliness of the staff and yeah. everyone's there to have fun. Yeah. Uh, everybody, uh, you know, my, my staff are all very long-term people. Um, we don't have a lot of turnover. Uh, you know, I've got, like I said, the business has been there 17 years or we, we've been open 17 years and, you know, our tasting room has been open, I think, uh, 11 years but I have employees that work in there that have been there 13 years. So, um, you know, we, uh, it's a fun, I, I, I hope my employees would agree, but I, <laughs> it's a fun place to work, I think. And, Seems uh, like it. you know, everybody gets free reign to, uh, experiment and, you know, try different things. We like to highlight our spirits. Uh, my staff, you know, tends to, you know, they almost adopt some of the spirits themselves that, you know, that they really enjoy and, and, uh, and they'll really, really share a lot of information with our customers and, uh, in the form of just, you know, dialogue, but also in, in cocktails themselves and, yeah. you know, uh, try different things with people. I mean, the, the tours are cool because I mean, you get the tour and then you get to try a bunch of stuff. But, um, I think what I love about the tours is that I can sit at the bar and I just like to watch how they start. And it's really a lot of like spirit education uh, yeah. before this, the, the tour even kicks off. And I think it, I think what that does is make everyone feel comfortable that, okay, so I know some stuff, I might not know all the stuff, but it doesn't matter. I'm here to have fun and I'm here to learn and I'm here to enjoy some delicious cocktails. From the moment they start, the, they tend to be a, uh, my, my tour staff tend to be, you know, have great sense of humor, Yes, but 
they also tend to do a lot of education. So, mm-hmm. you know, they like, they like talking about the products. They like talking about the history of product of those types of products. And, uh, you know, they take a real ownership in it. And, uh, and I think it shows, you know, in the, in the results of people who've been on the tour. So I don't know if this has changed, but, but one of Adam's recent favorite drinks is the lazy teeny. The, the has- what? That has not changed. The lazy teeny, Adam. What's in the lazy teeny? Um, the name is very. It speaks well to <laughs> the ingredients. Um, a lazy teeny is what you make when you have a podcast in five minutes and you haven't made a drink yet. But it consists of ice, two to three olives, and vodka. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. So, Guy, to your point, yes, the world is still drinking a lot of vodka, especially <laughs> yeah. at Adam's house. It's true. It's true. Rayhorse vodka, if I have it. If I don't, I slum Whatever it with something else. Yeah. Adam doesn't care. He just, he, I mean, you do. You do care because you have some vodkas you like uh, I do. more than others. But uh, Yes. Oh, absolutely. Well, that and, um, I mean, I, I get that vodka is, is made to taste like nothing. It's the perfect... It's the perfect mixer for every, for every cocktail because yeah. uh, it just it gets you drunk and you don't <laughs> taste it. Um, All right, then. But, there's yeah, there's something about vodka that, that I just absolutely enjoy. And it's, I'm sure, the same thing that people that drink 30-year-old scotch. And, you know, it's, it's the taste. It's the, it's the feeling. Speaking to that, um, I have to tell you, I mean, vod- vodka does have flavor. Yes, I agree. Um, different vodka, different uh, source ingredients. You know, we use wheat in ours. It gives it kind of a natural sweetness. Um, corn is the most common, of course. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the fact is even the U.S. government finally recognized that. And in the last year, they changed the regulations from a point where they used to s- say the definition of vodka was an odorless, flavorless, colorless uh, spirit. Um, it's no longer true. They now recognize that uh, it can have odor, it can have a flavor to it. Uh, so it's it's kind of, uh, you know, they're coming around. It, w- it was kind of interesting because they asked the industry. So was, <laughs> they basically posed it this way and said, so is it true there's no flavor difference between vodka? And, <laughs> and everybody that produces vodka said, yeah, no, that's not true. That's sure, that's what the regulations say, but that's not a fact. And uh, well, of course, it's more subtle. Uh, because you're distilling it to a higher uh, mm-hmm. purity, um, there is definitely uh, definitely flavor differences in vodkas. Adam, I agree completely. Yeah, I thought, and you that would. was what I was arguing. You would, arguing with Haleko about. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so guy, he was like, "It's all the same." It's all. I'm like, "It's not though." It's like, not, I can taste the it's difference. Not. It's not, and and I agree. <laughs> I've tasted some bad vodka. And, yeah, uh, and I've tasted absolutely. vodka. I'm like, oh, you've this definitely is had Gordon's good. vodka before, huh? <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, that's the rail, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever <laughs> so, had it. So you just you just slapped me on the wrist, but you didn't know why. <laughs> Total uh, dad move. Dad move. <laughs> uh, I'm Adam. I'm glad you brought up Paul from Few. Uh, guy he's he speaks highly of you he, he he loves what you're doing he loves milwaukee he loves uh coming to the city and yeah 
he's always looking for ways to collaborate and and I guess uh I'm 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 guessing now and in, in this and maybe even I'm sure before but in being around this long do you get approached by other Milwaukee makers of things uh in the in maybe in the industry or out that you that they want to do collaborations or some kind some kind of anything like that yeah i mean we uh we definitely um you know other people outside the industry uh give you an example purple door ice cream they do a whiskey ice cream with our kinnikinick uh whiskey in it which has been it's been uh <clears throat> the the ice cream has been available for years now and evidently does pretty good yeah it's delicious whiskey to put in it so <laughs> um but uh, yeah we've over the years, we've done many collaborations. Sometimes they're just a one-off and experiment, like the Purple Day Stick, and and become very popular in their own right. So, um, as far as you know, collaborating with other distilleries, we haven't really done too much that way. I mean, honestly, we're all uh, very friendly. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we're towards each other. I I think we all tend to agree that we're not each other's competitors we're we're trying to steal market share from the big guys the people that are importing huge volumes of uh you know maybe uh, the most uh, boring stuff ever uh, <laughs> and, and uh you know trying to trying to compete against them and trying to get our names known and in at least in the local sense and yeah. uh, you know get on shelves and get in people's bellies so. i think there's uh there's plenty of room for everyone and right now and and especially for um those of like you who are making good stuff so yeah i'm glad you have that sort of approach to uh the what could be seen as you know fierce competitors in the area sure yeah and and you know and i think probably every distiller uh, you can think of is probably supplying barrels to some brewery or another for yeah. special Projects yeah. we've done, uh, we've done some with uh, Milwaukee Brewing Company. Their OG, they do a a, a version of their OG uh, aged in uh, some of our gin barrels. So um, that's one example. But you know, yeah. we typically we dump barrels and typically breweries pick them up. So that's cool. All kinds of collaborations out there. I feel um, like I should have known about that OG thing. Yeah, you should have. I, Cause I yeah I'm a big fan. I I oh, had no idea. Oh yeah, yeah they do. That's so cool. It's a, it's a periodic release they do that that was aged in our gin barrels. And, uh, yes. Is it named something different? I don't think so. I mean, I, well, they call it OG, but they I, you know, somehow they demarket that it's gin okay aged. So. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm I'll keep my that. eyes open for that. Yeah. 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 It's a. a I don't know if they do it a couple times a year. I feel like uh, okay. But yeah, it's a limited item. Just get okay. some, Adam. I'm on it. Stop screwing around, <laughs> guy. What? We have to ask this. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite Great Lakes Distillery product? Um, or if you don't want to pick, you know, one of your children, <laughs> do you have a? Uh, what's your favorite tasting room cocktail at the moment? Or both. Uh- you know, I, I kind of, uh, kind of to Adam's point, um, you know, doing some of the whiskey cocktails, 
but in our case, trying them with non-traditional spirits, such as barrel-aged gin. Uh, we have some bottled and bond gin. Um, basically, you know, some some gins that have been aged in in whiskey barrels. Well, that you know, think of them not so much as gin mm-hmm. aged in whiskey barrels, but perhaps whiskey with gin botanicals in them, because that's kind of the effect they have. Yeah, uh, they make great Manhattan's, great old fashions. You know, uh, so those are those are kind of some of the things I've been enjoying a lot lately. Um, you know, I also uh, enjoy, of course, really. I like I like really light cocktails. You know, I'll take a uh, our citrus honey vodka with uh, soda or a gin with soda. Um, very low calorie, uh, you know, zero carbs kind of thing. Um, I just uh, they have great amount of flavor and yet, you know, are not uh, heavy and ridiculously sweet or anything. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah, that is kind of a nice mix. I think I may have. I have. I've been sleeping on gin. I have not had it, have not had cocktails with it in it. So that's probably the the one that's circling right now, well, waiting for its time to shine. Well, that's why we started this podcast, Adam, just for yep. you to try different things. Get out there and try some new stuff. I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so, Adam, uh, like, we, I've had and... I currently have uh, my my share of Great Lakes Distillery products. I've had a ton of things, and guy, I love the stuff. Like I said, I love I I I can buy, and sometimes I'm lazy and I just buy some of the stuff at the store. But I like to come into the tasting room because because of the vibe, because of the you feel like you're closer to the to the distillery when you come in, uh-huh. and you kind of see the people, and you're like, and and they give you, you know. Sometimes they throw treats in the bag, like a sticker or something, and it's just it's just a different experience that I really love. Sure. Um, but I guess for those who are maybe not as familiar or they want to get connected, like where do you suggest they – what are the best ways to follow what's going on? And besides coming in or, or the website, you know, what's, what, are the, what are your most active socials or how do people just kind of stay in touch with what's happening? Yeah, well, uh, probably the the best way to make sure you uh, see what's going on is uh, by signing up for our email uh, list on our website. Um, you know, we uh, any, any new products that we create or uh, new release parties or events in general, you know, we're always going to uh, we're always going to list it in that email first, and uh, that's where most of our little customers get their info about us. Uh, we're out, we are on Facebook as well, of course, and Instagram. Uh, of course, you know you don't always see stuff on there, right, so right. that's why I keep telling people always sign up for the email newsletter because that's how you're gonna you, you you'll be sure to not miss anything big going on. So, Adam, I'm on it. We got to get in there. <laughs> yep, we absolutely do because uh, you were right. I like I like going to the distillery going into the tasting room there's just a an excitement in the air when when you go there i think it's in it honestly i feel like it stems from the passion of the people working there truly i mean it's just it's just an experience and it's one worth taking the time to go Um, and have it's probably Um, it's probably one of the best or uh coolest looking bars in the in the city too 
Well, thank you. The bar and, itself, like, is pretty kick-ass. Oh yeah, yeah I, I think the uh, the fact that you notice the staff's uh, connection to everything, and I mean, that's I to me that's what I'm most proud of is the fact that our staff really uh, really loves what they do and and gets into it and loves to share that with our customers. And, yeah, and yeah, the tasting room, I I think it's ridiculously comfortable, and we have an incredible patio, which is you know of course been. Uh, Tremendous, a tremendous help for us during the pandemic when yes. people wanted spacing and wanted to be outside. Yeah. Um, but uh, now with the weather being so ridiculously wonderful, it's even better. And uh, it's, a, it's a fun spot to be all summer long. All right, cool. This was super fun. Uh, Guy, we're, Adam and I will definitely will stop in and, uh, and we'll pick something out and uh, see what... Um, I'm a sucker for that cranberry liqueur, though. I'm just I'm telling you. I, I think <laughs> maybe I'll try a couple other things. Um, yeah, I might get the gin. You should. I might. I might purchase a yeah. bottle of gin and 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 finally take the plunge. Yeah. <laughs> and what's taking you so long? It's 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 pretty spectacular. I mean, honestly, that's that's one of the products I'm most proud of. Um, we uh, we won double gold at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition for that years ago, and. And we beat Tangeray and Hendrix in that competition. So, hell yeah, uh, in their face, in their face, that's awesome. <laughs> Just go and kick their oh. bottle. Yeah. Now th- that and that's, I mean, I love, I love that there's awards that, they, <laughs> I, but I mean, beating Tangeray and Hendrix, oh, oh, <laughs> I would put that under my pillow yeah, each look night how to happy, sleep look how so happy soundly. Is. <laughs> I'm all excited about it. I'm like, what's up, Milwaukee? Yeah. That'd be, that, that, that's a good feeling. Are you that's flipping awesome. off the wall right now? I am not. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, you know, middle finger. I, uh, no, I didn't. Okay. I like that you had that visual, though. I had it a little bit. Awesome. Well, Guy, thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, no problem. Glad to glad to be on and uh, look forward to seeing you. And, and you know, if anybody stops down in, you know, ask for me. I'm, I'm usually around, and I love meeting our customers. I'm enjoying a cocktail with him so absolutely sounds good adam steve you know and now milwaukee's own black belt theater (laughs) 